Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew and Dave. All right, I got a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. Try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious. Got a little bit of chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get, cut people down all the time. Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot out. <laughs> I worry, Kevin, that this week, one of the matchups that we are gonna create, I think, for next week is gonna open up a portal to hell. <laughs> but, that's next upside down. but that's next week. Uh, Thomas. Tell us, what's the first matchup for uh, this week? I'm going to get a snack. Wait a minute. What? Get ready for the next battle. You think Dave has snacks in his bathroom? Yeah, I know. Like, it's just a bag of Sour Patch Kids that he opens his gullet and he just pours it in. This yeah, like one is number one, Roger Goodell, number 17, Matt Bryant. Now, yeah. Matt Bryant yeah. has done – he's caused a lot of – Pain for the Saints things, with yeah. field goal kicking. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I I think I'm glad that Andrew is here as we as as Thomas shows the Matt Bryan kick to beat the Saints in overtime. Uh, re, you're you're mentioned that recency bias gets us. Here's the thing, Bounty Gate now, Andrew, is a decade ago, and we kind of hate. Goodell for the no call. We blame him a little bit for just being a pussy and not, not <laughs> taking a taking a week to like acknowledge it. But like the main reason I hate Goodell is Bounty Gate. Like Bounty Gate was just an absolute travesty, and it's a decade ago. Do you think that it's? Fi- Do you think people when they think of Goodell and the reason they hate him? Do you think they hate him more because of Bounty Gate, or do you think they hate him more because of the no call? Oh, it's Bounty Gate, a hundred percent. But I think so. That that was the gash, right? That was the the wound that you know that was created. 
but it gets opened up every time the NFL botches another <laughs> player discipline thing because you know in, in, invariably another guy will screw up he'll, he'll smoke weed oh my god he smoked a joint and and he's suspended for a year and then some dude beats his wife and he's like playing the next week because he's Tyreek Hill so like the the player discipline stuff people go nuts on Twitter and we as Saints fans were always like we tried to tell you the system is rigged. We tried to tell you that guy sucks and his rules are unfair. And then all of a sudden, these fans for teams that get screwed, they're like, oh, yeah, maybe the Saints were on something. Kevin, isn't there going to be just a little bit of you, like 2% of you? And I admit this freely. There's going to be like 2 to 5% of me. When Goodell botches the Deshaun Watson suspension, and he gets dragged on Twitter, on the national media, on all the morning shows, on the national news. When he gets dragged for it, I'm going to enjoy it probably more than I should have, should, because Deshaun Watson deserves to not play this year. But I'm going to enjoy Goodell getting dragged when he botches the the Deshaun Watson suspension. I'm going to enjoy it just a little bit because I hate him so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I don't know how much you want me to like jump onto this. I I had I I had hoped to save uh, some of these remarks for later because I I mean and do it because this is easy. Goodell's moving yeah, on. Come on. Yeah, th- yeah. Then I'll, I'll say I'll save my remarks for later. I'll save I my got, remarks. For I later. got one more thing to say though. Yeah, go ahead. You're bringing up Bounty Gate, and we have completely. Not brought up the fact that Goodell took draft picks away from us. That's right. For dancing in the locker room. That's right. And the Titans were sent home. They were freaking sent home. And they practiced anyway when they were told not to because they were all infected with the Rona. They were all drenched. They were all <laughs> bathing in Rona. And they practiced together totally. anyway and infected each other. They had a COVID party outside of the facility. I totally and they did not lose a draft pick, and the Saints lost a draft pick for dancing t- in the locker room after they had all tested negative that day. I, I totally fucking forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I did. And Goodell to, is to use your terminology, player. Andrew, game, set, and match. I mean, that <laughs> Goodell, he is the 72 Dolphins in this bracket. I mean, yeah. we could do the vote. I mean... Matt Bryant, you won a prelim round. You got the play and you made the upset, yada, yada, yada. But I, I just think it, this one, it, it's Goodell across the board. Is, it, is anybody going to try to pretend like Matt Bryant deserves no. anything? No, no. I mean, I mean, th- th- I mean, look, we gotta you, you, you got to get a poll up, right? You call him the 72 Dolphins. I mean, this he's he's the 72 Dolphins and the 83 Blazers all rolled into one. Well, Thomas, did Thomas, polls you got to put that. You got to get the polls up, right? We got the votes right, from the, from the Twitter from now What's on. The, what was the poll on Twitter, Thomas? Uh, so Roger Goodell had ninety one point eight percent. Wow, I'm surprised <laughs> it's that low. I'm surprised. <laughs> it's that yeah, low. that's pretty low, man. That's pretty low compared I, to Matt Bryant. Good on, good on you, Matt votes. Bryant. Matt Bryant with the solid effort there. Yeah. It's like How many total it, votes? It's like an NBA series, like an eight versus one. I feel like Matt Bryant won a game. Yeah, he took I feel it like it was games. four to one, like he, yeah, like yeah. the gentleman sweep. Yeah, you know. Um, no, come on, man, that's ninety ten. That's a, that's a sweep. That's, that's a, a sweep. Right, that's four fair, one man. would be like if it was seventy thirty. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Osman also reminded me that Oakland, who had their pick taken away, were able to get it back. Not the, the same Saints. for the same COVID offense, but the Saints yeah. did not. That's why I worry about Camara, even though see, I that, see the- that's see that's the that's the funny thing about well the 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 sad and amusing thing about this Goodell thing is that all of us are going to wind up remembering individual things <laughs> and they're all that he did uh, like individual <laughs> instances of fuckery with him. It is. He's Here's so- a question: Do you think it'll get better? With Goodell now that Sean Payton is gone. Slightly. Because things were The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Definitely personal yeah, between those two. Maybe. 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 Slightly. Slightly. I do. By the way, Roger, Roger, uh, Roger Goodell, uh, I think, is known for Bounty Gate the way Marcus Williams is known for that yeah. missed tackle. <laughs> Fair enough. Thomas. You want to talk about legacies. That's the legacy that Roger Goodell will have. The next guy we're going to talk about, Jeff Duncan, has plenty of bounty gate. He does. Thomas, what do we got? What do we got in the next matchup? Get ready for the next battle. See, I know it's Jeff Duncan, number eight seed versus Rondé Barber land. I know Rondé Barber is a tremendous Saints villain. We laid that out two weeks ago. He has he's he was way better than the Saints. I remembered him being a huge thorn in the Saints side and doing tremendous things. It was even worse than I imagined. But here's the Ralph, thing, Ralph. I have breaking news. Actually, what? I just saw I just saw this on Twitter. Um, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Rondé Barber just intercepted Aaron Brooks again. <laughs> Just happened. Um, I know that Rondé Barber was just dominated the Saints in a way that was hysterical and sad. But here's the thing, man. During Bounty Gate, Jeff Duncan was a mouthpiece for the NFL, and he didn't outright call for Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis to get fired. But if the Saints had done what the NFL wanted them to do, he would have applauded it. And for that alone, I hate him, and I want him to go through. He's got, he's got to go far in this time. Or not far, but he's got he's – got, here's the thing, Kevin. I worry that if he faces off with Goodell, we're opening a portal to hell. But <laughs> I also want to see it. Them, but I also want to see it. 
So I remember a tweet that Jeff Duncan had, or maybe it was his article, but I don't know why I still hang on to these words, but I remember the specific sentence like to this day. And it was the punishment that the NFL will give the saints will be severe. It will be swift and it will be just, Oh my that God. was that was his line. Mm, yeah, I I remember him saying that, mm-hmm. and uh, that really stuck with me. And then I was at the the Pro Football Hall of Fame when Willie Rofe was getting inducted, uh, and he was the first or Saint. I had technically. No, sorry, first, sorry, not not him. That's Ricky. Uh, it was it was the first Saint technically to ever get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I was there for it, and it was awesome. And during his speech that evening, Jeff Duncan released an article during the speech, like tweeted it out, like, here's what I think about the Saints and why they should get hammered for. So, like, I've kind of never forgiven him for that. Like, the timing of it, I remember I was just like, <laughs> Dude, Jesus. you couldn't like, wait till the next day. No, you're like purposefully doing this during a big moment for the franchise just to be a dick. It makes me almost want to vomit. Here we go. I got one, too. January of 2013, quote, Jan- now remind, re- remember that date, January of 2013, okay. Roger Goodell should be hailed as a New Orleans hero. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Yeah. Oh, Legitimate wow. words that Wyatt. came from, that came from uh, Jeff Duncan's pen or a keyboard, or yeah. whatever the hell. What was the justification yeah, for that? Well, quill. his justification... So his, yeah, no, no, you go ahead, Well, here's the justification is. His justification is Goodell was Tagliabue's number two, and he was the guy who helped the Saints get the dome rebuilt and spearheaded all the the needed steps for the Saints to stay in New Orleans. And Jeff Duncan gives Goodell credit for that. But I don't, because you know who did that? Tagliabue told Benson, you're not You're not fucking, going. You're not, you're not fucking, fucking moving. Leaving. You're not fucking moving to San Antonio. Exactly. Shout out, shout out to Arnie Filco, by the way. Yes, exactly. you. I was going to say him next. <laughs> I'm going to say him next. Tagliabue and Filco. Those are the two motherfuckers right there. You want to, look. This Lee Circle thing, I, I look, I don't know if the Lee Circle thing's ever been sorted out. I keep saying just put up a big put up a big circle of like uh plaques of uh, mm-hmm. big monuments of every of like important people in the city's history or the region's history. Filco and Tagliaboo should be in that circle. They did. All right? they did those they did. two guys helped keep the Saints here. They did rename those two Lee guys. Circle. They did rename Lee Circle. They What'd they rename think- it to? Yoko circle, hopefully. For the longest is, time. Is it, is it Tucson no. circle now? <laughs> no. Is it Tucson circle? What is it now? Uh, I got I got to look it up because I don't even remember. It was so for the, not for the longest time. Right now. For the longest time, Andrew Juge for his little. Harmony like, circle. It's Harmony For his little circle. quote or avatar yeah. Have you on ever heard Canal of Street Chronicles Harmony. said, Tagliaboo deserves the finest stakes and blowjobs forever for keeping the Saints in Meets and Jesus. Right, Andrew. I think it was Primo Hookers. Primo Hookers. That was it. <laughs> and it's right. Like, Goodell doesn't get any credit for keeping the Saints in New His boss told him to make it happen, and he did it. Like, that's what it was. It's just, like, it, it, infuri- it look, infuriates honestly, me to know it. I honestly, look, I, I think you're all valid. And honestly, I think that last 
point that 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 Kevin made uh, with him saying that Saints fans should rejoice uh, and and worship at the altar of Goodell's feet. That's the most egregious thing. I mean, the Bounty <laughs> Gate stuff. No, I'm serious. I mean, like the Bounty Gate stuff. If if I'm if I'm being totally impartial, he had an opinion. He 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 wrote his opinion. That's what he's supposed to do. Uh, it was it would have an unpopular but opinion, turned, but he turned full heel. I get it. I get it. it I'm not saying it was an unpopular is... opinion. And yes, if you have an unpopular opinion, uh, that's what's going to happen. You're going to alienate the fan base that you're writing for. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying he should have done that. I'm not saying that we, n- none of us have a right to dislike him or be annoyed by him or think he's a total douche for doing that. Uh, but I, I can at least see some reasoning behind that. But writing an article uh and and saying that we should respect and love Roger Goodell that is as tone, that is as tone deaf as Drew Brees it's, it's tone deaf going on well. finance. Like it's, it is it's not, as tone deaf it's not it like i get that he thinks the saints should have got hammered for bounty gate whatever don't tell me the saints fans we should love goodell it's not true like it's not and i want to give Kevin, some credit. You swung. People were thinking of apparently what? voting Rondé Barber here. Kevin's uh, quote from Good- from Duncan swung it in and du- swung the the chat against uh, against <laughs> Rondé Barber. Kevin, what are you holding up, Kevin? Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. See, look, the, the people who are listening to this podcast on drive time tomorrow or the next day or whenever, drive they time. won't see this. But if you're watching us on Twitch... Uh, I am holding, I am holding, I'm doing my Jeff Duncan impression. I am carrying water. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jeff Duncan is a professional water carrier. That's what he is for the shield. You and Peter fucking King can go hang out on the Acela train going up and down the Northeast corridor talking about how great the shield is. And how pure the shield is. And how it's above reproach. Y'all can fuck off. In fact, when he comes to bring you, when you get the train ride back, stop in Louisville in your hometown and stay there, Jeff. (laughs) Stay there. All right? Let's not not forget that that Jeff Duncan also told us this offseason to chill out. Yeah, oh my God. Peyton was not going anywhere. Oh, chill that's out right. about what? Sean, Sean Payton everybody was needs to chill out. Sean Payton's not going anywhere. All right. Now, yeah. you know what? I was going to vote for Rondé Barber, but now I don't know. Now you. It might is nine fifty three p.m. right now. If Jeff Duncan was in my house, wandered in like that, like a random person, and said, "Kevin, it's dark outside. I'm going to look right to my fucking window to double check. I wouldn't trust that motherfucker if he told me." The grass is green. <laughs> Are we all water carrier? Are That's what all... he is. 
Let me tell oh, you something. How oh, many man. awards has he won? I know he uh, ain't a winner right now. Uh, he he actually wasn't. Yeah, he did win he an did award win. in that yeah. same competition. Yeah, he did. He, is he a winner right now? <laughs> is he a winner yet. right now? Yeah, we don't know. Not. We have to. We have yet to vote. Still we have, have to vote. Yeah. Right. So are we doing? Are we doing the thing where we're cutting? The people I'm talking about in general. Are we cutting people off? Are we doing that? What is <laughs> it? A holding penalty? What do we call yeah, that? I'm right. Box. You know I'm right. No, I totally agree with you. Just, uh, we gotta just, vote. You had a good bit. He can go. The penalty box. You gotta be like Costanza. You gotta like go off on a high note. Don't keep going and ruin it. Like, right, fine. Is I'll anybody go, voting? I'll for go carry Barber. my water back. Okay. All right. Is anybody water? Is anybody voting for Ronde Bar? I am. I'm going to vote for Ronde oh Bar. Oh my god. I am going. I to vote. Thomas, what what are the percentages looking like in our poll? Sixty-six point four. And you can guess who? Duncan. It's got to be Duncan. Yeah. So that's like a four. That's Shame like it a, wasn't sixty-six point six. That's like a four. <laughs> that's like a four to one sweep. Jeff Duncan. He's Dave is voting for Ronde Barber, but Andrew and Kevin. We know what yeah. Kevin's voting for. I'm voting for Duncan. Duncan. Damn, Duncan. Duncan's going through. Clownery. Somebody needs to tweet him this episode. Should be he teaching high school English. Duncan. Duncan. Duncan the the committee failed. He's not an eight seed because he's he needed he needed to go further. He he you, was, you, need, you need to find this this I'll I'll find it somewhere. I have a picture of it. But Jeff Duncan used to have this segment called Dunk Shots. Oh yeah, you guys remember this? Yeah, I do. And and it the clip art for Dunk Shots. It's like Ooh. there's a football here, a basketball here, and a soccer ball here or something. And it's like Jeff in the background is just awful. Like it's. It is literally the is worst it as bad, clip art I've ever is seen. Is it as bad as our first attempt at a logo? Worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's worse. Uh, all right. Well, I can't wait till somebody adds this at Jeff Duncan. Uh, well, whatever. He listens to this. Uh, no, it's fine. I will. Uh, Thomas, I'm going to try to direct message you the picture now. So He's blocked. Uh, bl- the Saints Happy Hour account, Jeff Duncan blocked uh, that. Well, somebody, somebody, one of our listeners will do it, I'm sure. Uh, and look, if he's and when, when, if and when you listen to this, Jeff, the number one podcast in the state of Louisiana, um, <laughs> you're not on when you're when you listen to this, I, I invite you to come on. Uh, but I want to talk about these articles and I want to talk about I'll have Jeff Duncan on. I will not have oh. one and one on, but I'll have Jeff not, on. not 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 articles columns. That's another thing, too. Okay. We need to figure oh, no. everybody needs to understand what an article and a column is. Right. Well, an yeah, article is actual research and facts. Okay. Facts. Right. What I Jeff actually... Duncan is doing is carrying a shit opinion for the league to he's laundering. He's he's the money launderer. Congratulations, hey, hey, Jeff. David, David the money the is round. on the Trester drawer. Get yourself David. something nice. I feel David like the the Kevin is Don't the teach freshman English. Kevin was the healed over wound of Bounty Gate, and we just yeah. ripped the scab right off, and he's just raging. <laughs> and it's, listen, it's, it's the, the it, it of Saints fans. If there's one thing about me, if there's one thing about me, I can move on. I move on, but I don't forget. Yeah. I move on, but I don't forget. Just ask right. the doctor. I'll <laughs> oh, fuck off again. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Ronde Barber. I'm a I'm a contrarian. I'm Skip Bayless. <laughs> All right, this is where this this bracket. I mean, Ronde Barber. I mean, just he 
literally owned the Saints on the field. Like Jeff Duncan, for all the annoying things that he did, the only, the only thing Jeff Duncan isn't. He's not. He's not a Saints villain. He's he's Jeff Duncan who that only nation hurt villain. Feelings. He's a who that nation villain. Jeff Duncan. My is feelings not a matter, villain. Thomas. He's a who that nation villain? Okay, I'm pretty matter. sure the Saints hate that's, him too. That's right. Well, this is Yahoo versus Advocate, guys. This next. This mess next this next matchup. Well, it's Jeff Duncan, so do the graphic. But I did. Then, you did. Then the next know, the match, matchup graphic. The matchup graphic. The next one is this one's this one's gonna get be. ready for the next battle. Because you got number four Joey Galloway and number twenty Sean Pamphlet. Joey Galloway, I would argue. If you want to talk about on-field accomplishments as a Saints villain, I would say he's the most accomplished on-field person in this bracket by yeah, easily. far. Easily. Like, like his, it was so so easy to find highlights versus Saints, man. His like, stats against the easy. Saints. His stats against the Saints are ridiculous. And I forgot about this punt return. He Owned the Saints. And here's the thing. When he came to Tampa, Andrew, he was old. He had played for Seattle. He had played for Dallas. And he was in Tampa. And he wrecked the Saints. His game log against the Saints is a snuff film. (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to the term Saints killer, if you're talking about players and what they did on the field against the Saints, I feel like Joey Galloway is undefeated. In fact... You know what we should do, Kevin. You're you're good at this. Like, look at his game log, and just read his stat lines against the Saints. I remember doing this exercise once when I wrote an article. This is about gonna it. this is gonna be like Flipper Anderson all over uh, again. It's like Flipper Anderson, except he did it like eight times. Okay, so I've got it right here. Uh, it's it's not game to game. This is all-time receive this is receivers all-time against the Saints in the in the Saints history. Uh Jerry Rice is the preeminent Saints killer. 30 games played, 14 receiving touchdowns, uh two, 2025 yards, uh 67.5 receiving yards per game. Yeah, but he did that to everyone. Correct. But yeah. Joey Galloway, 11 games played against the Saints, 11, nine receiving touchdowns against the Saints on 44 receptions, only got 827 yards uh, receiving yards total. That averages out to 18.8 yards. That averages out to 75.2 yards per game. That averages out to 7 uh, yards. Uh, no, that's uh, 18.8 yards per Dude, catch. Dude, he was catching a touchdown every fourth catch against the Saints? Every fifth, basically, every Christ. fifth catch was a touchdown for Joey Galloway. <laughs> every fifth catch was that's a touchdown right for there. Joey Galloway. That's the stat right there. Oh, my God. I mean, All right, hold, hold on. I'm going to read you some box scores here, okay? This was in this was the two games against the Saints in 2007. 7 catches for 159 yards. That was one game. Next game, 4 catches for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Jesus. 
Uh, let, let's go to 2006, the year before. We've got four catches for 97 yards and two touchdowns. Kind of a quiet game that time. And we've got four catches for 110 yards. How old touchdown. was he when he was doing this, Andrew? How old was he when he was doing this? Uh, like th- This isn't later in his career. This is in his 30s. Uh, this was kind of a weaker game by him against the Saints. Four catches, 38 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, even when he's having shitty games, he's catching two touchdowns. Five catches, 75 yards, one touchdown. I mean, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. Every game. It, it, you know, th- this was one of his worst games against the Saints. Two catches, 18 yards, a touchdown. Yeah. He's going up against Pamphlon. Dave and Pamphlon is a horrible human being because he betrayed Steve Gleason, a man. Uh, we all know Steve Gleason's situation. He betrayed him. You know, Steve Gleason gave him access. Dave's he friend. Leaked the, he, he leaked the Greg William the voicemail. It was terrible. Uh, and that's awful. And I think if he was going against anyone else. Besides Joey Galloway, I think he'd have a strong case. But Joey Galloway's on-field dominance against the Saints, I just can't make a strong case for Pam Flon. Yeah. Um, wait, pull that other picture up. I don't, I don't remember ever seeing that picture where he's holding the letter. It says, to Roger Goodell uh, from Sean Pamphlin uh, regarding common interests. Uh, that's damning evidence right there. If you have a common interest with Roger Goodell, uh, you're no friend of mine. Uh, especially considering Roger oh, Goodell let's, is. Let's not forget, Pamphlon is the guy. It leaked the audio. Yeah. No, I know. And by the way, this is all that he's known for. He never went on to be like a famous documentarian or director. He looks or like movies. who does he? He looks like a '90s alternative rock band lead lead he man. Does. Who does he look like? He, no, like somebody specifically. Like like a he looks like a sick version of the 311 singer. Uh, that's not who I. Reminded <laughs> Are you me thinking of three doors down? No, no, no. Weezer. The Green Day like dude. The guy from Weezer. <laughs> River, River, uh, Rivers. Matchbox Twenty. Rivers Cuomo. No. <laughs> no. Well, hang on a second. He. Uh, Rob 20. Thomas. Anyway. Um, he look, does he look like the Candlebox singer? No, 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 no. Oh, you're thinking of a uh, Matchbox 20 guy? No. Yeah, Rob I Thomas? get Candlebox and Matchbox 20 confused. All right. Anyway. Um, As you should. Yeah. Look, Sean, look, this is this is a tough matchup. What are, the, what are they ranked? What's the rankings Four here? versus 20. Yeah, that's Four Pamphlin. 20. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Pamphlin should be, uh, probably should be higher. Um, but th- th- there's no way. There's no way Joey Galloway doesn't. There's just no way that Joey Galloway. Joey Galloway is like, I don't know. He he should be the sponsor of this tournament. When when you say Saints killer to me, Joey Galloway is first and foremost the first name that comes to my mind. That is yeah. absolutely number one that I think of. I don't think of Roger Goodell. I don't think of Jeff Duncan. I don't think think of people off the field. When you say, ask me Saints villain, I think of people on the field. And I immediately think of uh, Joey Galloway. So I'm going to vote for Joey Galloway. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll say about Pamphalon is he he gained access to the room, as we said, because Gleason was his buddy, and Gleason got him access. And so he was recording stuff, and he recorded the infamous Greg Williams tape. And Gleason specifically asked him not to release that. He was like, please don't put that out there. And he was like, like, you know what, Steve? 
I'm going to do it. And Drew Brees asked him not to do it. And he's like, oh, the great Drew Brees trying to ask me. He's like, F yourself, Drew. I'm putting this out there. And it was purely, and and then he tried to pretend that it wasn't for his fame or his personal gain. But then he said the words, quote, I'm sitting on a gold mine. And yet he tries to pretend that this isn't for him. It's like, you know, to raise awareness to the brutality of the league. Get out of here with that. So uh, I don't know, like. I've always felt like that dude said uh, it last week. I I said it last week. I didn't have the actor's name, but I alluded to it. He looks like nerdy Timothy Oliphant. I could see that. (laughs) Eh, Not really. Ah, Your your movie, your movie takes are questionable at best. Trash. Here's my thing. I I, emotionally, I want to vote Pamphlon because what he did to Gleason was terrible and yeah. monadula actually had a good tweet he's like monadula. galloway no he didn't cover. don't 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 <laughs> don't don't encourage monadula. <laughs> no, but he did no, he has no, like didn't. one good tweet no, every six months galloway did it on the field but pamphlon is a terrible human being and i think monadula is right but here's the thing galloway's on the field destruction of the saints outweighs Pamphlon being a terrible human being and treating Gleason horribly. I gotta go Joey Galloway here. Baby. I feel like wait Galloway, a minute, wait a minute. Galloway wait a minute. was Beastquake times like seven. Wait a minute. We've been talking about Joey Galloway? I thought we were <laughs> talking about Joey, Joey Calloway. Calloway. <laughs> the big attorney. The, the my cousin Vinny references the this offseason have been out of it's control. Strong. Yeah. Strong to um, very strong. Yeah, I got so Callaway. Didn't read any further in the newspaper. I feel like Cal, now I'm calling him Callaway. I feel like Joey Galloway did Beastquake multiple times to the Saints. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm going Galloway. Dave, I already voted Galloway. Kevin, <laughs> this is the toughest. This might be the toughest one for me. It's tough. It's tough. I feel like Pamphlon's got to get at least one vote. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm voting Pamphlon. Did, 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 did the, Pamphlon? What do the fans say? No, I voted Galloway. I voted Joey Galloway. Oh, so, what do the so, fans say? What do the, the fans, fans vote? Is 65.9. You can guess who? Galloway? Nope. No, he's Pamphlon. Pamphlon. It's emotion, man. These, yeah, wow. The Saints villain bracket is emotion. You, people don't want to, like, be clear-headed and statistics and that sort of thing. Like Pamphlon, I could see like people, people hate Pamphlon. We love Gleason. He's an icon. He has a freaking statue. The man is a hero. He's overcome so much. And Pamphlon took a giant dump on him. I'm, I kind of regret my vote, but it is what it is. It was was tough. Three to two. It was close. It was was tough. It was tough. It's your fault, uh, Ralph. (laughs) <laughs> it is my vote. So what's the final what's the final matchup for today, Thomas? Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. 
And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items, so do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. Get ready for the next battle. Ooh. Oh, this is, oh, geez. This is a hard one. Oh, no. Number five, oh, Roddy man. White versus number 12, Flipper Anderson. Flipper Anderson is a one-hit wonder, but that hit was a, <laughs> was a mega hit in the greatest Saints <laughs> that was like that, that was like the hit Reggie Bush took on that screen pass. Uh, yeah, it's like a mega <laughs> hit. It's the like, Eagles. Yeah, it's it's like right, a mega hit. Game. Roddy White, though, this, he played a decade for Atlanta. He he embraced the 11 Saints. Years. 11 years. He embraced Saints-Falcons the way Cam Jordan does. And he leaned into it, and he hated New Orleans, and he ran his mouth, and we hated that. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the big one was the tweet where he said that the Saints only won a Super Bowl. God gave the Saints a Super Bowl to, to you know, counteract for Katrina. Yeah. Put that out there. This is oh, hard. Geez. Man, this one's a hard this one's hard for me because I was Roddy White say something nice about Roddy White, but maybe I'm not anymore. Why, Why would you? Why would you? I mean uh, when it gets to my turn, I'll I'll say something. I mean I am the I had forgotten about the Katrina the Katrina tweet, Andrew. That's gonna tip it um to uh Roddy White for me. And also he also back, had some good games against the Saints. Back when Andrew used to run the Saints Nation blog and do his April Fool's Day joke, uh, he did April Fool's Day joke of Roddy White signing with the Saints, and he had to go into witness protection for like two weeks. People were so <laughs> upset that he would even... God, I hate to hear that. Up. I hate to so, hear that. Those two things swing me. I'm going Roddy White. Hang on, I've got, Already, I've got some, man? I've got go some, Chill I don't know, I've got some delightful number. Actually, you know what? Let me go back and take that. Delightful. Plus. Positively that delightful. I, that, okay. <laughs> so I looked at Roddy White's numbers for the last one, two, three, four, the last five years he was with the Atlanta Falcons. He played he played eight games against the Saints in his last five years. In those eight games, he averaged 42.1 yards per game. And that's only because in the first game of the 2012, the first game in the 2012 uh, series, he actually got 114 uh, uh, receiving yards. He never got anywhere close to 100 yards again for the rest of his uh, tenure against the Saints. No Joey Galloway. Yep. No, this is no. good. This is, this is making, this is helping my argument. Thank you. No, Keep he, going. like, like basically his, I mean, if you, if you had him from 2000, shit, his prime against the Saints was 2007 through 2011. Yeah. Those were his those were his like killer years. His first two years against the Saints were basically the same as his last five years against the Saints. Just average or, or yeah. less than average. The old heads on Twitter 
were making a strong case for Flipper Anderson. And their case was Flipper Anderson, his record lives forever whenever somebody gets to 300 mm-hmm. yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Flipper Anderson's name comes up. Therefore, he should move on. It's a strong case, but I forgot about the Katrina tweet, and that got me emotional. I voted mm-hmm. Roddy White. So, Kevin, who are you voting? Uh, wait, what did, what did you say about the, uh, what'd you say about that? About Flipper Anderson, like he's, he's a one hit, but it's iconic. Like anytime any receiver crosses 300 yards, Flipper Anderson. You get reminded of it. Yeah. You get reminded of it. Well, right. Well, what did you say about Katrina though? Well, that doesn't happen very often. He was just referencing Roddy White's rights. Roddy White's Katrina Katrina. comments. Can, can you, can you pay attention, Kevin? I don't think, I don't think Kevin was paying attention. Roddy White's tweeted. He's too busy on farmers only. Yeah. Uh, so Look Kevin, at the stats, God damn it. Ro- Roddy, White, Kevin, <laughs> Roddy White tweeted that God gave the Saints a Super Bowl to make up for Katrina. That's pretty. Roddy White. Only, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think right, he's trying to be Roddy nice. White. He's like saying, hey, look, here you go. Roddy White. I'm voting Roddy White. All right. Look, here's what I'm going to say about this. Uh, Andrew, you mentioned a good point. Look, I'm not an old head, uh, as you quote unquote said, but. Uh, but they have Ralph. a point. Okay, sorry, Ralph said that. Uh, but they, the old heads have a point. Uh, Flipper Anderson's record still stands today, lives on forever. And look, I just learned about this two weeks ago, and I barely even remember <laughs> it because, you know, this was while I was celebrating our win and I was a little intoxicated. Uh, uh-huh. Kevin, th- Kevin thought that little. was very funny. Kevin, Kevin kept re-listening to that, that, ep- that episode over and over again. Uh, I love my wife. Have a Her anniversary. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Uh, But I know you do. I know. But Ralph, look, Ralph mentioned something earlier at the beginning when he started talking about Roddy White. Roddy White leaned into this. There is Roddy White. And at least in at least a small part, Roddy White kind of did this for our entertainment. Okay, this. And going back to what Kevin said, he's no Joey Galloway. His his stats are. He's maybe had a couple of big games, good games. Maybe that sticks out in your mind. But over the course of his entire career, that he, and over, over all that time that he's played the Saints, it's been mediocre. I think less than 50 yards a game is fairly mediocre. I think the reason we Roddy White is ranked number five on this list, and even in this conversation and in this bracket, is because of the off-the-field stuff. It's not the on-the-field stuff. If Roddy White had kept his mouth shut, he wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about him. That's he true. wouldn't be in this bracket. You goddamn right. That's true. Okay. Actually, over so over his Stop. twenty-two, his twenty-two games against the Saints, uh, over the twenty-two games, he is averaging fifty-eight point eight yards that's, per game. That's that's again, that's no Joey Galloway. That that's fairly mediocre. Again, I still, yeah. I think my point still stands. Yeah, we're talking yards, about him now. Eh, we're talking about him now because of his his off the field comments. The Katrina thing, indefensible. I w- I would never defend it. But a lot of the stuff. I think he he did on purpose. He did. He knew he was riling it up. He 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 enjoyed the rivalry between the Falcons and the Saints. He uh, he fanned the flames of that rivalry. Uh, I, I think Roddy White. <laughs> look, I'll be Jeff Duncan here. Roddy White. We should be worshiping Roddy White. Oh my God. Okay, we should be thanking Roddy White for all that he's done for the Saints Falcons rivalry. He's like, uh, I'm going to hang around for five years and stinking up the goddamn joint. 
Yeah, he yeah. talked he talked shit on the field. He he used, remember when he got Sean Payton all riled up? To, come on, that's fun. Okay, without Roddy White, that, that doesn't happen. We don't shut up. <laughs> without Roddy White, we don't get that. I I you know I think Roddy White is a is a treasure. He's a jewel. I'm going yeah. I'm going with Flipper. Going with Flipper. Right, so what is that? Two two one Roddy. <laughs> That's who Roddy wants. Right. So what do you? Yeah. So so I just learned about Flipper Anderson two weeks ago. Here's 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 the thing. I uh, hated Roddy. Hated him. And I would troll him on Twitter. I mean, if if you've been following me on Twitter for any length of time, you know that I, I would always retweet him. I would always come at him on Twitter, troll him hard, and uh, he would respond occasionally. He never blocked me despite I, I would never I would never curse at him. I would never insult I, I would be like I don't know how to put this. I, I would be polite in my insults, you know, so I, I would never cross a line. But I tried really hard to get him to block me. And he never did. And a couple times I sent him a tweet, like one time my kid opened up, you know, one of those packs of, you know, pro football cards. And uh he opens it and he gets a Roddy White card. And so he holds up the Roddy White card and he puts his thumbs down and sticks his tongue out. And I stick that. I send that picture to Roddy. I'm like, Hey Roddy, my kid just got your, your card and he hates it. And uh, he wrote me back. He's like, it's bad that you teach your son that you're being a bad father. And so I was like, <laughs> all right, it's kind of funny. Like, so, uh, you know, I gotta say like I, to this day, I follow Roddy White and I am not as aggressive about trolling him as I used to be. I've gotten nicer over the years on Twitter. He's not around so, um, anymore. Play, play the violin. Play the violin, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I, I Roddy say, White's like... parenting takes were spot on, though. Give him that. I got to say, Roddy, like, as much as I hate him, I also kind of I'm, – I'm with Dave. Like, the feud thing's kind of fun, and I respect that he never blocked me. So I'm going to go flipper. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> I'm going to leave it to the fans to decide. The Flipper fans. Yeah, buddy. So what do we got? We got 80... 80 it, it was pretty one-sided, guys. 81.4% for, for the winner. Uh, yeah, for Roddy. I'm picked sure. Roddy, right? You can see it yourself. That's, yeah, not, you that's not fair. That's Roddy. <laughs> Recency yeah, the fan, bias. The fans, the fans yeah, hate Rob. That is that is recency bias. They, 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 oh, only one, only twenty five percent of our listeners, the spoken, man. only know who Flipper spoken. Anderson is. Roddy White versus Joey Galloway is another man. I mean, this this bracket. No, it's it, not. It's getting. I mean, you you got you got the chalk making the way through, and it's it, the next round. Whew. When you get to the, the to the elite eight. It's going to be strong. Uh, speaking, can we, pre- can we preview our matchups for next week? Yeah, uh, yeah we got to we got to do the other side of the bracket. Uh, we were doing that to today. Preview. No, no, we're we're, we're doing next we're, week. Yeah, we do the we do the we do four a week. Can you can you quickly uh, tell us next who week? The next week we'll have some sweet. We got yeah, we got. I got it. I'll do it. We got Bill Binovich, the number two seed, against Deion Sanders, the 18 seed. Seven seed, Vernon Davis, against 10 seed, Greg Olson. Three seed, Steve Smith, against 14 seed, Algie Crumpler. And six seed, Cam Newton, against the 22nd seed, D'Angelo Williams. I think this side, the left side of the action is stronger. The left side is stronger. 
the other so that, that, that those those you just listed are easy choices and I don't feel like the villains are quite as strong. 